the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of, uh, I, you know, I'm, it's just too exciting in here for me, you guys. <laughs> it's just too exciting for me. They're helping me. They say you don't have the mics on, and they say you don't have the computer punched in and all that kind of stuff. And that's okay. I could use all the help I could get. I have, I've only been doing this since 1988, but I'm, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> well, we heard you at the beginning of your 10 o'clock, and you really messed up there. I so. did. I did. I absolutely, I did. I admit it. I, I have no problem with raising my hands and saying, I messed up. Yeah. I, and then the second part of it, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, this portion of Underhood is brought to you by S&S Tire and Auto Service. They ha- opened in 1976. They have three locations, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have the most comprehensive lines of tires and sizes of tires and many different brands of tires. So they have anything you want for your personal vehicle and from wheelbarrows to tractors and everything in between. So you can go in there and say, I'd like good, better, best, a price for four. That's mounted and balanced, sales tax, FET, all the stuff, and I'd like to see the tire. And they can pull that off. So they can balance your tires. They can do your alignments. But the best part is is they take off the old ones. They can read the tread and decide if you need to have your suspension or your alignment adjusted. That's kind of nifty. We wish, we wish all of us could do that, see the old tires, and then determine what we need to do. So that's S&S Tire, Westside, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. Harry, you're up next. How can I help you, Harry? Yeah, boy, it kind of sounds like uh, Mark and the Harpo Marx Brothers. <laughs> yeah. You know what, 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 what this is? This is a zoo, Harry. <laughs> this, is, this is a zoo. It would be interesting if you had this televisor streamed. Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> I, I, I want to tell you, that's not going to happen, and I'll tell you why it's not going to happen. You have no idea what kind of costume Eric's going to show up in. <laughs> Today, he's got a red wig, he's got a short dress, he's got high heels on, and that's just not television as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's why you're on the radio. Yes, that's exactly right. So what's on yeah, your mind today? Yeah, I want to kind of give a shout-out to the boys there at uh, Kurtz. I've brought my vehicles to them for quite a while, and they've really taken good care of me and everything. And I just wanted to say that uh, uh, Jeff and the boys and uh, Kurt and uh, Eric uh, really done a nice job on all my vehicles. And also kind of give a shout-out to your uh, S&S tire. I uh, needed my tires rotate and balance, so I took them over there the other day, and I says, well, while you're at it, go ahead and check the alignment because I'd never had it checked on my on my Honda, and they found it was out and took care of it. And I says, "Oh, by the way, I uh, the right rear tire got banged on a curb, and uh, I can't blame my wife for that because I did it." <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead, Mark. Yeah. 
Harry? He hasn't learned anything from you, Mark. He hasn't. <laughs> Harry, it's perfectly acceptable. To, and, and under those circumstances, it's a lot. It, first of all, it, they, nobody believes that we do anything wrong. No. Uh, no. Kiss curbs and stuff like that, hop curbs and stuff like that. But anyway, Harry, thank you very much. Okay. Thank, well, thank they took good care of me, but the only thing is when I asked for the Mark uh, Salem 50% discount, the, uh, Jeff over there kind of gave me a, a funny look and says, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm trying to work on, but, but I, I will tell you this much, Harry. I know you're a customer of Kurt's, and your next oil change is on me. Really? And, and, yep, yep, oh, and that's gonna, I, I'm going to put a window there because last time I said that I got a bill from Eric here for a 55-gallon drum of oil, and, and it was well. synthetic, and it was like $2,000, so I'm going to put a cap on it under 50 bucks. Can we work with that? <laughs> we got you covered. Okay, you got me covered. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey thanks a thank, lot, God. All right, thank you, Harry. Thanks, Jerry, Harry. Jerry, you're up next. How can we help you? Hello, Mark and Hey, what's happening? A 2002 Dodge Intrepid. Okay. I'm doing a clock spring, and my question is more of a clarification, which may stir up the pot a little bit. Okay. I've heard you guys talk. You disconnect the battery, negative cable and the positive cable, touch the two together, Touch the cables together, not the battery terminal. Okay. And you discharge the capacitors. And then I've heard you say, heard you say it that way, then I've heard you say you wait 30, 40 minutes, and then you're good to go. So what's okay. the story? Do I All wait right. or don't I wait? Eric, go. What do you do when you're doing a clock spring? You want to know the truth? Yeah, I, yeah, kind of. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I just take it out. All right, so you're, you're rolling the dice. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean... In in eighteen years, I've never had an airbag explode on me. Okay, and when you do, it's going to knock your teeth. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will. Yeah. You're, you're going to have a flat nose, and here's the worst part: you're going to have a flat nose, and you're going to have a thousand dollar bill. Yeah. Okay. I will. All right. Now, if you're going to it, you're going to advise your father-in-law, and I know you love your your father-in-law. So yes, yeah, Eric. Yeah. Connect the <laughs> wires together yeah. and pull it. Yeah. <laughs> My whole battery. Okay. All right. Let's say it's it's the preacher in your church. Oh. Okay. okay. What are you going to advise him? Disconnect the battery and wait about thirty minutes. Okay. And I'm with you because I think it's a safety reason. So I think I like to disconnect it and touch the cables together, which discharges the capacitor. And because I'm an airbag collecting guy and I collect the black box data. I mean, I'm 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 real into that thing, and and we're we're told to do just exactly that from virtually every car manufacturer. And I've never had an airbag deploy when I'm touching the cables together, because you're we have to have speed in order to have the airbag deployment. Yeah. So we have to have a speed that typically is about 10 miles an hour or higher, because we need to lose 15 miles an hour in an instant before we throw the airbag in your face. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to throw an airbag in your face when you're only doing 8 miles an hour because if you hit a wall at 8 miles an hour, you scrub off 8 miles an hour. But really, I think everybody agrees in my industry that between 12 and 20, we're going to throw the airbag mm-hmm. at you. That's instantaneous loss mm-hmm. of speed called Delta V. So in your particular case, I think you should do both. I think you're best served by doing both. And, and it's not a good idea to have your wife anywhere around when you're doing that clock spring and that airbag. I don't know if you've ever seen an airbag deploy, but if you go to YouTube yes. and you can you can say airbag explosion or airbag deployed, there's guys that are sitting on metal trash cans, and inside the trash can they don't know that there's an airbag. 
And so they'll sit mm-hmm. down, and they're all sitting in the garage yakking and teasing one another, and somebody will deploy that airbag, and it'll launch that guy six, seven, eight feet in the air. So you don't want that to happen. Not only does it hurt, but it's going to cost you a lot of money to get another airbag. So let's just do the safe way, take the cables off, touch them together, go do something for 30 minutes and come back. Okay? Fair enough. All right. Thank you, Jerry. That's a good question. That's a nice safety question. Have you got a comment, Eric? Because you're laughing behind the scenes. And well, I, I was just looking at Jeff, and, and I wish you wouldn't to give him that idea. He's looking for a garbage can sale now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you, we, we got a bunch of airbags from somebody who had collected them, and we deployed them out in the parking mm-hmm. lot. They're, they're, they're bad. They're bang up. Oh, they're yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> we we oh. shot a few off out in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's fun. You know, it's like filling a trash can full of propane and then lighting underneath it, seeing, <laughs> seeing the thing go up and land a mile away. You know, you have to be out at the ranch when we do that. And anyway, well, anyway, thank you very much, Jerry. That was a great question. Charlie, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, I've got a uh, 99 Subaru. I'm trying to get ready for a granddaughter. And uh, I've talked to a few few people, and they said that in Japan they have to take some of these motors out when they reach 50,000 miles. And then they bring them over here to the U.S. and sell them here. Uh, do you know anything about that kind of a story? Absolutely. It's true. Okay. Now, he said, so they come with less than 50000 and this is a 99. I don't know if I'd be able to get a motor to fit that, but it sounds like a reasonable way to go rather than, I think the motor needs expensive work on the internal engine, but I'd kind of like to take a chance on just getting a, Japanese motor with less than 50,000. Well, you, you can do that, but the, the, I'm there, I'm, I got a couple of thoughts. I know what you're saying is true because I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen those little Mitsubishi trucks with right-hand drive. Mm-hmm. I got one out in the shop. We just lifted it, put some big tires on it. It's a four-wheel drive. It's got a 650cc engine oh. in it, and they all come across the, the pond with about 40K. Uh, 40 what isn't that the the uh it's not miles it's something yeah. else it's uh it's kilometers. kilometers thank you thank you thank you so um yes that's the answer but let me ask you about the subaru is it overheating or is it using oil and what's the matter with it right now uh i think it's got a something either wrong with the head or a head gasket we're losing water okay and then getting a little white smoke uh that's sort of thing. and then of course the water i know the water's leaving okay um yeah. it, it, Jeff, have you guys got any sealer that you've used before that really works good? So we've played with the K-Seal a little bit. Okay. It seems to work fair, at least. And we've had real good success with it. The the orange bottle, the K-Seal. Mm-hmm. If you follow the directions, which guys don't do a very good job at, but if you follow the directions... <laughs> We've had a Suzuki Samurai that, as fast as we poured in water, it came out the tailpipe. And so when we took the head off the the, the, the hole, you could have driven a Subaru through the hole. So that didn't work. But Eddie, who drives 50 miles to to work every day and 50 miles back, he's three and a half years on his Lexus with K-Seal. So that's worked really well for us. Here's my problem that I've got with, you, with, with your situation, Charlie. You're going to give a young lady a Subaru who can't take an overheat in any way, shape, or form. No. And, true, true. And, and you're going to give her a car, and there's a good chance in the first year of her driving that she's going to make some bad decisions. And I think it's a bad decision for you to start looking for a motor for that Subaru. I think you ought to just get the head. I think you ought to try some K-Seal. you got nothing to lose. I think our charge is 125 which includes flushing the system and doing it exactly like it says and putting the K-Seal in and then going and drive it and all that kind of stuff. It's about $125. Some guys are, I think the range is 125 to 175 
I think the chance, Jeff, or Eric or Jeff, or both of you, what's the percentage of chance? If you've only had one, how many, have you had one that it didn't work on, or did you have more? You know, we've only tried it a few ten, handful of times. So far, it's worked every time we've tried it. Okay, and we're only we're one out of, I bet, 100. We're one out of 100 of Suzuki Samurai, but it had a huge leak. So I think that's what you should do. I think you should have a good used car check over. I think we should make sure the safety belts are on, and I need to, you need to show her where the where the um, the temperature gauge is. You need to show her where the red zone is. You need to show her the oil as well, and 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 make sure she understands that uh, she you she understands that you're going to um, uh, hold her to that fashion because she's going to have to understand the ramifications. A tow bill is always cheaper than the last three miles at home with the temperature gauge in the red yeah mm-hmm. so yes okay and so oh, that's, that's great advice i i thank you so much you're welcome you're welcome charlie let me tell you about another really great shop in town and that's up on the north side of town and that's strictly diesel strictly diesel works on diesel they work on foreign and domestic light diesels they're located at i-17 and pinnacle peak road they sell parts 24 hours a day on their website but i like them because they know chevys and fords and chrysler's now, we all work on Fords a lot, especially on the diesel side, that 6-liter. <laughs> but the 6.4 and the 6.7 on the Ford side has turned out to be a doggone good motor. The 6.7 on the Dodge and the 6.6 Duramax, those are all good motors, but they work on all of them, yeah. and they can do just about anything. So if you have a diesel and you're struggling with a diesel issue, then may I suggest Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. And we'll be back in a minute. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive. And his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Is your child getting the most out of their education experience? Gilbert Christian Schools is more than a high-quality education. It is a community with small, interactive class sizes and deep, meaningful relationships. GCS offers a supportive community where students can reach their academic potential and grow in their relationship with God. Enrollment is now open for pre-K to 12th grade. Head over to gotogcs.com to enroll your student today. That's gotogcs.com. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. 
takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. And absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Okay, welcome back, everybody. It's 20 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We've got Kurt Rock from Kurt's Automotive. We've got Eric, who he checked out of a mental health uh, area, and then we've got Jeff, and Eric is the technician, and he's a master tech. He's the one that actually, he's the mule that you two guys ride, because <laughs> you make money while he works. Isn't that true? Mule, huh? Yeah, mule. <laughs> or a derivative of. <laughs> or a derivative of. And so Je- Jeff's on my right. He's the service manager, the service rider. He's typically going to be one of the people you talk to when you call in. Mm-hmm. And Eric runs the shop, and he takes the hard cart and fixes them. And Kurt does. Um, I'm help me out here. Yeah, he, he rides a gravy train. Rides a gravy train. All righty. So we're gonna go. Oh, real quick, let me talk about Action Auto, which is just down the street yeah. from you guys. Tom. Tom at Action Auto is at I-17 in Deer Valley. He's a full-serve family-owned operation. He's been in the Deer Valley area and serving Deer Valley in North Phoenix since 1983. He has him and his staff have good quality workmanship skills, good customer service, fast turnaround time. They also have ASE Master Techs, and that means a lot to us. And the reason why is those guys have demonstrated their proficiency and been tested, and they have to do it every five years. And frankly, more than 80% of the people that apply for a job with me don't have any ASE certifications. And so that's kind of like asking somebody to uh, to be your doctor and they've never been to, to a doctor school. But anyway, ASE Masters at Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. It's a good guy, and his name is Tom. Let's go to the phones. And Kirk, you're up next. How can we help you? Hello. Thanks for taking my call. i got a, a 96 Forerunner. The... Uh, uh, replaced the shocks, the rear shocks and the rear coil springs multiple times, uh, but they don't last for more than a few months. What am I doing wrong? Well, tell us how you know they don't last for a couple of months. What What are the symptoms that you're trying to fix that you've not been able to fix? I bought them out. They, they, they're, they rides nice for, for a few months, and then, yeah, six, I start to notice it, and then six months later, I'm Really feeling the bump, bump over the uh, over the speed bumps. We're all here scratching our heads because um, we 
Are you towing anything with this thing? Do you carry a lot of extra weight on the back? I had a bunch of extra weight at one time, a few times at least, where I would have made sense. I could have blown out the shocks. But no, when I put in, uh, after I put in the new stuff, it, uh, it, uh, it, it, right back to the same thing. Okay. I, 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 am going to step out on a limb here and I'm going to say that, um, I mean, we're, we're all in amazement. Can I speak mm. for all yeah. of us? Yeah. yeah. We, we've never done what you've done. And, and between all of us here, we've seen a half a million cars. So, um, it doesn't make any sense that you're wearing out brand new springs and it doesn't make any sense that you're wearing out brand new shocks. That just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that you're doing, you know, doing it over and over again. I think you've got a noise in the back that he's interpreting as a bottoming out. I think he's got lower control arm bushing problems. He's got some kind of a problem in the back end that he's misinterpreting as a shock or bottoming out kind of situation. I think you should take a measurement from that rear bumper, and and then as this noise comes back, if the rear bumper doesn't change and the measurement is off the ground, then the springs haven't collapsed. No, yeah. unless we have too long of a shock in there, Mark. Well, that that wouldn't that blow the oil out of it though? It can, it should. but it yeah. can also feel like you're bottoming out. And and if he has the wrong shocks, but it, it, when you order them, Kirk, are you ordering by application or are you taking the numbers off the shocks? How are you doing that? I'm going to the local parts shop. And so you're, you're giving them the application. You're saying, I have a 1996 Forerunner, and I need rear shocks. Yep. Okay. Is it is it a factory rear suspension? Is there any blocks, or has anybody lifted it or lowered it or anything like that? Nope. Okay. Because there's three answers to my questions, yes, no, and I don't know. And so, you <laughs> know, right. I just want to throw that out there because I don't know is is a is the thing. Um, you, you've got us all stumped. We, we, we have no idea why you have what you have. We haven't experienced it. And and I think I speak for all of us. Mm-hmm. There's just no way if he's buying quality parts that he's wearing out a set of springs or a set of shocks. Correct. And he's having, and he's now we're on a second set and we still have the same problem. Yeah, the only thing I was thinking is if he's done the same brand over and over again, maybe it's time for a brand change. But he's on his third set. I know. That's, yeah. that, that's what, I think we just need a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah. I think we just need to, to, to I mean, what happens if he's got a muffler bracket broken yeah. or a yeah. hanger or something yeah. like that? What happens if he's got a, a bushing out of the rear suspension somewhere and we're actually knocking when we when we move forward or move backward or whatever i mean there's just so many yeah, things really that um that it can be i just think you should have somebody look at it and look over your shoulder i think that the cost associated with that with a test drive and some rack time somewhere between 50 and 100 bucks fair enough guys yeah. yes. you think that's the range yeah and um and i especially if you can duplicate it now i don't know about, about a lot of shops but you have the transmitters that you can put underneath the car yeah. and listen with headsets <laughs> so that we put magnetic sensors all over the back of that thing and then we one guy drives and the other guy has the funky headphones on and we listen to see and number one is far away number two is far away number three is close and number four is right on top of the problem so it, it's that kind of a situation, but that takes two guys, and it's going to take some time. So all of a sudden, we've gone past that fifty to one hundred dollar yeah. range. Yeah, and if you can get it to make the noise or duplicate it, you can always have the short, fat little guy jump up and down on the back of it and try and bottom it out. Yeah, that's what Eric's good for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, Mark, not the Mark, short. I'm not short. No, I was, was going to give that to you. I was gonna give that. So it's it's, it's touchy, Mark. It's the little uh, <laughs> little. It's, no, but if you have a couple of 
of lightweight 100-pound uh, technicians just put two of them on the rear bumper and yeah. jump up and down. So Eric likes to lit, get underneath it and watch what's it's going while maybe you and Kurt are on the rear bumper. <laughs> that might hurt. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah, but, but the fun part is, is if it comes in a little muddy, then he's underneath the truck. <laughs> a cu- couple of hammer hits on the outside uh-huh. of it, and it covers him with dust. But anyway, Kurt, you got us stumped, and, and that's the best we can offer you. Robert, you're up next. Robert, how can I help you? Yes, thank you for taking my call. I have a 1992 uh, Nissan pickup, and the engine heat indicator uh, stopped working. Is that a major repair? No, I would think that uh, the wire has come off the sender or the sender's defective. Or the instrument cluster had a bulb burnout on it. It's a 92, he said. Yeah. Um, is Is this something you can see in the day, but you can't see at night? Oh, I, I can. No, it doesn't work anytime. Okay. Is it, is it, it's a gauge, yeah, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah, it's a gauge. Yeah. Okay, so you've got a needle within a gauge, and the needle no longer moves. Is that right? That's right. Okay. okay. I'm thinking on the on the rough side of this, depending on access to the the, the uh, temperature sender. Here's here's how it is. We're going to find the temperature sender. Eric's going to be inside with the key on. Jeff's going to be on the outside of the car. He's going to take the wire off the temperature sender and ground it. And yep. when he grounds it, the gauge is going to go crazy. Well, now we know the gauge works and we know the sender's bad. So then they're going to go to parts, order that. They're going to di- drain a little coolant out of it. They're going to put a new sensor and attach the wire and we're done. So I'm thinking somewhere between 75 and $150, not knowing what that sensor's yeah. going to yeah. cause. So I think that that's the answer. I think you take it in and I, and I think... Th- on a 1 to 10 scale, guys, with 10 being the very most difficult job we do, wh- what is this one? A 2, two to 3. A 2. Yeah, I'm a 2. Yeah. All righty. Anyway, Robert, that's what we think you should do. What part of town do you live in? Uh, Scottsdale, South uh, Camelback, and Pima. Okay. Um, there is a really good shop at 8700 McDowell Road, and um, it's... It's a guy that's been around a very, very long time. It's called Bell Auto Service, 87th and McDowell. And okay. Craig, Craig is a very good technician. His wife runs the front counter, and I promise you he can fix this. Okay. All righty. Thank you very much. All righty. We're going to take a break, but Matt, you stay right there because you're next. And we've got four open lines available, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
960 The Patriot presents Saving the Republic, an evening with two-time best-selling author Jonah Goldberg and 960 The Patriot's own Hugh Hewitt. Our fundamental problem is that we have a crisis of gratitude in this country. We basically no longer teach people to be grateful for the things that we have, for the history that we have, and we don't actually look at the upside of anything. Enjoy a night out for an intimate dinner. Our cigar patio with Hugh Hewitt, courtesy of 21 Degrees Cigar Lounge, and a special talk and book signing for Jonah's brand new book, Suicide of the West. How the rebirth of tribalism, populism, nationalism, and identity politics is destroying America. Capitalism can't give you meaning. The market can't give you meaning. It can give you opportunities to pursue meaning on your own. That's what the individual pursuit of happiness is all about. We're becoming much more tribal, and we're starting to watch politics as a form of entertainment. Limited seating. So go to 960thepatriot.com right now for tickets and info. That's 960thepatriot.com. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed. And they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs. And it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Kurt Rock from Kurt's Automotive, Eric, and Eric is the shop guy. He's the master tech. All of them. Everybody in this room is a master tech, including me. Yeah. So Eric runs the shop, and then Jeff runs the front counter and the customers and the work orders and all that stuff and the parts. Have I got it right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good enough. Let's go. And Matt, thank you for waiting as long as you did. How can I help you? Well, good. I get. Sounds like I got a good panel to try to stump. Yeah. <laughs> 96 Ram 1500, 5.9 liter, and it will not accelerate beyond 3,000 RPM. It mm. just flat falls on its face. I thought he was going to stump us. Yeah, yeah. Why did you throw that softball at us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Eric, go ahead and tell us. He plugged his cats. Okay. And and here's here's how you do that. Um this is what I would do. Are you a handy kind of guy yourself? Uh, considerable. Okay. Well, I would get underneath with the quarter-inch drill bit, and in front of the catalytic converter by about 10 or 12 inches, mm-hmm. I'm going to drill a quarter-inch or less, quarter-inch or less half uh, hole, and then I'd go behind the catalytic converter 10 or 12 inches, and I'd drill another hole. And then uh, this is what we do. <laughs> we You go drive the thing until it runs out of power. You bring it back in. Now, the front hole that goes from the engine to the front of the cat, at idle, it's going to be blowing air out like a tornado. And in the back hole, after the catalytic converter, it's going to be hardly enough to to wipe out a match. Now, we all know what to do to to drive it, and I'll bet it's a little better when it's cold and after it warms up, mm. it gets really bad? No. It's all it's the time. Actually, 
I, I can start it and immediately go full throttle, and it's twenty eight hundred, three thousand, and that's it. Okay, yeah. if that's the case, then you you have your wife get in there. And, <laughs> no, no, listen, hear me out, hear me out. Um, you, you, it's you Mother's have, Day, Mark. Be oh, nice. No, I'm not going to. Oh, okay. You guys are jumping the gun. <laughs> we know you too well. Have yeah. someone help you and get in there and hold the RPMs up about 2,000 RPM. Take a gloved hand and put it about eight inches away from the tailpipe. If that thing won't blow out a candle, we're already done. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're looking for air volume now. If you want to compare, go to your wife's car, <laughs> run it up to 2,000 RPM, and put your hand, a gloved hand, about 10 or 12 inches behind the tailpipe. I don't care if it's a Nissan. Centra, it's going to be a volume of air that's going to be uh, yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the bad news is, is you're talking probably five, six, seven hundred dollars worth of work here if, if you're right. Now, you better figure out what caused the cats to melt down. You can't just put two new cats on there without going back and finding out what the CO and the HC is and whether our oxygen sensors are talking to one another and all that other kind of stuff. So this could easily be a thousand dollars worth of work because you have to find the cause. The, and then you verify the effect, and that well, you're looking at the symptoms, and then you're going to to verify the the symptoms. Then you're gonna f- you're gonna look at the effect. Then you're gonna diagnose it. Then you're gonna fix it. Then you better make go go back to the beginning and verify everything is back the way it should be. So I, that's well, they're, they're they're probably the original cats. If that's the case, it's got two hundred and fifty thousand miles yeah. on it. Oh, what well, is he burning any oil? Because those were oil burners. Yeah, you get any no. No? no, not really. You know, I've done the, the plenum plate on it mm-hmm. yeah. and haven't had any issues there. Well, I'm glad you told us the 200. I think we're all f- far more comfortable with the idea that you f- you smoked both of the cats. Nothing you could do. Yeah. We could give Eric a million dollars and tell him to go smoke the cats on a 5.9 Dodge, and chances are you couldn't do it unless you artificially inseminated something like oil and mm-hmm. just soaked yeah. them or, or made it run rich, real yeah. rich. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about. We need to look to see if it's run enriched. If the O2 sensors, because if the O2 sensors die, then the computer turns the faucet wide open. And that creates a lot of problems. That's that's what wipes out cats. That's one of the many reasons. Yeah, yeah. You with me? Yeah, the, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the tail the tailpipe uh, is not sooty or anything like that. It's okay. Know, well, uh, we wouldn't expect it to be if the cats are are, are are plugged up. But anyway, we we're all we're all concerned. We're all convinced that you have a catalytic converter problem. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sue. You're up next, Sue. How can we help you? Hi there. My question is about purchasing a used car that has been in a rental fleet. I currently drive a 2000 Toyota Sienna that I bought brand new, and she's got about 303 on her, so it's time to upgrade. And it's a lot cheaper for the vans that were on, you know, the Hertz or whoever were rental vehicles. Anything right. bad about a rental vehicle? Okay, um, have you guys got any rental vehicle facilities around you that you know people have bought and have been terribly happy or terribly sad? Uh, no. No, no, I'm talking no. to the three. Yeah. I bought I bought my oh. wife a uh, uh, 16 town, uh, town and country a year ago. Uh-huh. It was a year old, had 30,000 miles on it, and I'm pretty sure it was out of a rental fleet. Okay. And I don't feel bad about rentals because they're going to change the oil, they're going to service them. Mm-hmm. And if you buy a thirty thousand or a twenty thousand mile rental car, it's 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 been taken care of. If you buy a twenty thousand mile car from a private individual, it may never had an oil change, or it may have been driven by the granddaughter or the grandson. Yeah, and and, and grandma and grandpa had little to do with it. Yeah. The answer to your question, I'll tell you, um, I, I have had really good luck with Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Enterprise will give you the maintenance records. Enterprise will let you take it anywhere you want and have it checked out. And when people bring us an Enterprise car, we char- I don't know what your charge is, but I think we're at 100, 110 on a used car checkover. Are you guys close to that? Yeah, pretty close. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even do them on the Enterprise cars. First of all, they're 30,000, 40,000, 50,000-mile yeah. yeah. cars. Number two, I already know that they maintain the heck out right. of them. I know the brakes are not bad. I know the tires are good. I know all that stuff. So we're just telling people... I re- we'll do it if you want, but mm-hmm. in reality, you know, chances of us finding something are pretty doggone slim. Now, I can't speak to the rest of them because there's an enterprise lot about a half a mile from the shop. And we do get a lot of business from them. But the idea, and I'm not doing this because we get yeah. business from them. I'm just telling you, I really like their cars. Yeah. And I recommend people for a used car that want a newer model car to go to enterprise. So, Sue, I would say the same thing to you. Okay, that makes it easy. Plus, even okay. bonus, they're usually cheaper than from a private party. Well, well in a whole bunch of ways. And, and I, I think buying a car that's got two or three years on it before they cycle it out, of, I, I think they take really good care of them, and I think that uh, maintenance is not an issue. But you should ask for the maintenance records for this reason. At least you know what's due next. Right. And you don't duplicate what they may have already done. Anyway, thank thank you very much, Sue. Thank you very much. That's a good question. I haven't had that question in a long time. Dan, you're up next. How can I help you? Okay, we're going to take a break. Everybody's pointing towards the screen, and um, and I know the clock says 40, but it's a soft break, you guys. And so <laughs> soft means Mark can take it whenever the heck he wants to take it. And he wants to take it now. And Gil said to take it now. Yeah. We'll be back. <laughs> There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half-Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half-off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Khaesan. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. A promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. 
To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Hugh Hewitt in the morning to Larry Elder at night with the best live show in the Valley at 3 p.m. with Seth and Chris. The only conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with the Patriot. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Autodynamics is Sun, City, since, uh, Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive service. I've known Chuck Nyday, who owns Autodynamics, since 1968. It's a family-owned and operated shop. They're proud to have high-quality and good-service people, and they stand behind their work no matter what they do to your car. They're not paid a commission. None of the staff or the mechanics are paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bills, so therefore they're not likely to sell you unnecessary parts and repairs. So if you're looking for a good shop in the Sun City area, I'd like to recommend Automotive Dynamics. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Dan, thank you for holding. How can we help you? Yeah, Mark, my concern is a 12 Tacoma. Uh, I have a recirculating from my air conditioning. The uh, When I put it on... I opened up, I took out my uh, internal filter, and I can, it's clapping, it's clapping, you know, when I had the AC on. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. the uh, the vet, you know, it was supposed to shut, close it off, yeah. when I put it on internal circulation. Right. And then when I t- uh, have it on, it, it can, I, I can see it clapping there, it's making noise. You can see it or hear it? Well, I actually took out the... Uh, the cabinet, uh, cabin filter, and I can see it in there making, flapping yeah. up and down. Well, are you telling jokes when you're driving? <laughs> the thing is clapping for your thing? Or, or are you putting the moves on some girl? Or is I there... don't know what it is. It only, then sometimes it, go, you know, it doesn't do it. But okay. I can see it in there today. A- when Eric, I Eric knows how to fix this. Go ahead. He, he's got a gear broken on the motor that moves that door. Okay. I thought it was a gear. Yep, it's a little plastic gear. The gear's like $0.27. Cents. The labor's $250. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, not to worry about it. <laughs> you know, you can do anything you want. You can go in there and just grab a hold of that and put a piece of duct tape on it and put it wherever the heck you want to do it because it's not going to make any difference if the gearbox is stripped. Yeah, right? Just keep it, uh, keep it closed. You can keep it closed or open. If yeah. you're going to do open, if you're going to go out of research to normal, then you have to drop a window a little bit because we can't blow air into the cab and not have, you know, the air to go someplace. So if you drop the windows down, the hot air rises. It's simple science. Mm-hmm. Air goes out. So if you're going to keep it in research, the bad part about research is we're pulling the air off the passenger side floorboard. You got that? But I don't have any stinky socks down there, so. 
He knew where I was going. Here's the other problem, Mark. Okay. Uh, if he ever goes up north on recirc, yeah, it doesn't work on the defrosters very well. Okay. Yeah, All I right. know that. Yeah, that because it, it when you put it on defroster, it kicks it out of recirculation. Yeah. Okay. Well, and do you have any idea on the labor side of this? Uh, uh, we'd have to look it yeah. up. Yeah, we just don't know. I, I'm. I imagine it's going to be some dashboard disassembly. Yeah, okay. usually most of them are minimum of of you know two two fifty, but you can some that depends if depends how it's buried. You're talking eight nine hundred dollars. Okay, in labor. in labor. In labor. Now, is it going to be an entire assembly with the door? Are we going to replace the door and the gearbox? That's usually how Chrysler does it, but that's not. Most everybody else does just the motor for 50, 60 bucks, okay. whatever they are. Okay. It does a whole motor. You can't just change the gear. Okay. So that's what you've got. So you can either live with it or you're, you're, uh, you're rolling the dice for between 200 on the low side and seven or 800 depends. Now, doesn't it bother you when he has a Jeep apart and the front seats are out of it, the dash from left to right, from passenger side to door, is sitting on the thing, and he's got a five-gallon bucket of bolts. You're praying that he's not going to die, aren't you? <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> aren't you? You know, Eric actually puts them together right almost every time. Almost every Well, <laughs> I, 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 would, I would just go crazy if I walked over there, and he says, I'm done, and there's two bolts left in that thing. Now, there's been times I've dropped a couple of bolts in those things just to see if they'll, but I don't want to, you know, i got to tell him that those two bolts don't belong to your car, and I'm just messing with you. But uh-huh. it is scary. Yeah. You have to admit yeah. it's scary. It's because pretty intimidating. Kurt, you, you look at these guys, and they got the dash out, the front seats out, the carpets out. I mean, the dashboard we're talking from door to door is yeah. sitting outside. Yeah, consoles in the bed of the truck. Exactly, exactly. That's a scary thing. Yeah, that's a scary thing. You hope that that technician has a long life because he, <laughs> you know, if this is a two-day job, if his wife shoots him the next day, you're in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> she's in big trouble, but you're in big trouble. Well, she'll have to put it together. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, so we got a recirc door fla- clapping. Um, I haven't heard clapping. You know, flapping we hear, but <laughs> flapping. That's or okay, taking. It taking, sounds yeah. like a machine gun under the dash. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Jim, you're up next. How can we help you, Jim? Brian, you're up next. How are you? What can we do for you? Thanks, fellas. Thanks for taking the call. You bet. Um, I have an 04 accent, and um, the problem with the air conditioner is I have to leave it in idle for two or three minutes before the AC will actually kick in. Okay. And it makes this, if I am if I get in and I start driving it, eight or nine minutes, it won't go on until maybe I'm at a stop or idling. And then the engine makes a throttling noise, the AC kicks in, and then it blows super cold. Okay. Well, I'll take the, the you guys can follow up. It's going to have a low pressure or high pressure switch on it. Yep. And it's going to have a coil, and we're going to run the power through the low-pressure and high-pressure switch, and then we're going to run it to the coil. So you got three areas of concern, right? Right. So we have to – I mean, the easiest thing to do if you, want to, if you want to work with us on this is bring it in, and we'll bypass one switch at a time and see if it makes any difference. So bypass the high-pressure switch for just testing purposes, and then we plug mm-hmm. it back in, we bypass the low-pressure switch for testing purposes, and then we use, do you guys use those U-Haul light assemblies, those big, long 20-foot cords with a double filament light on them? We use those all the time. We plug them in, and they got a power and a ground to them. We plug them in, and we leave them on the dashboard or on the f- console um, with the car, and when he turns on the clutch, the light doesn't come on. 
Huh. So then, after a while, the light comes on. So we know that we have electrical supply to it. And we got power in the ground, but we know that the interruption is the power side yeah. Yeah. of the circuit. Gotcha. So then you can go on the other side, and you can just scotch lock that to the low pressure switch on the output side or on the input side, and you can diagnose it. And you're using them to do it. It's going to take two or three days to figure it out, but it's cheaper than mm-hmm. you know having us start ripping it apart. But the idea is, is that's what you've got going. You've either got a bad coil, bad clutch and we would replace on a 2012 we'd probably want to replace the compressor but you could just do four. the nose yeah it's an 04 accent we're going to do the compressor on the 04 yeah. accent yeah. so we do a complete compressor which gives you a new compressor as well as a clutch and a hub and an idler and uh, and then that would be it but that this could be a big one but it's not likely i'm betting it's going to be some kind of a switch yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and especially he says it blows ice cold yeah. after it comes yeah. on so it doesn't sound like a free on problem. It sounds like just some kind of a bad connection or a bad switch. All righty. If that were the case, what's uh, a ballpark on fixing that? On the switch, um, I'm yeah. thinking the switch is going to be 50 plus or minus. And depends on where the switch is at. Now, if the switch is at the back of the compressor, the high-pressure switch is at the back of the compressor, we got to suck the Freon out, save it, and put it back in. Mm-hmm. That's going to add another $125 to your bill. If it's up sure. on the accumulator side, they usually have a Schrader valve on them, so we can unscrew them real fast and put the new one on real fast <laughs> and, and get it on quick. But I, I think on the low side, you're probably, if we find a bad connection or a bad plug and we put new, two new spade connectors in the boot, um, you're probably talking about a hundred bucks on the low side, and you're probably, depending on where it's at, could be two fifty, three hundred on the high side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just a matter of tracking it down. A lot of that's going to be labor, just us finding out what's is. And if it starts working, then we have to set it aside for a couple hours and then come back to it. Yeah. So, all righty. Understandable. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Okay, Gil. What do you want to? Larry. Good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, guys. Uh, 2013 F250 diesel. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not mine. Okay. Uh, it's got about, just a little over 100,000 miles. It had the 100,000-mile service done at the dealer, uh, I don't know, 10,000 miles ago probably. Okay. Uh, a, a light just came on on the dash. Okay. It said, uh, check coolant additive. Mm-hmm. Temperature mm-hmm. didn't get hot. The light was on for, I don't know, two, three minutes, and then went back out. Okay. What the heck is coolant additive? Well, they want you to add a special coolant to your diesel cooling system, and that's typically a timed issue. So it's so many miles or it's so many hours of operation or something like that. Now, Eric has that coolant additive for $4,620, but my shop has it pretty cheap. It's like 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Mark, if he could, yeah. we'd send him on a vacation if he did that. Yeah, no. I know. All right, so go ahead. Either one of you. Yeah, and it's, yeah it's just a pure maintenance light. It's okay. just like, you know, yours that pops on, you know, service light. Yeah. You know, you got to change that filter under your valve cover. It yep. comes on every 50,000, 60,000, whatever. Yep, yep. Same thing. So okay. it's just a, it's a pure maintenance light. And, and, and there is an additive that you can buy and just pour in there, and then you're going to have to reset the light, and it's in your owner's manual mm-hmm. how to reset the light. There's a lot of cowboy buddies of mine that aren't going to do anything, and, Jeff, you're shaking your head. Yeah. I yeah. mean, are you going to do it? No, are you, I, I would. So, so At least you check the yes. condition. Okay. We're, we're going to check it. I think Ford says you do the revitalizer one time. 
the next time it comes on, you're supposed to service the cooling system. Okay, flush and, and start all over Correct. again. Um, have you seen any downside of that other than the sales opportunities that are created by the light? Have you ever seen a Ford come in blowing up or the radiator all corroded or the no. engine corroded? I or personally the... have not. Okay, and neither have I. So that is something that, that uh, Ford's come out with. Does General Motors or Dodge have anything like that at all? Any kind of warning light that's not has on, you, no, not no, on Dodge has their water pumps that go out of every 30,000, so they make sure mandatory cooling system service. Who is this guy? <laughs> I've got one, I oh. know. <laughs> I have. I, I, I got 80,000 yeah. on my Dodge diesel, and I haven't had a water pump. There's a recall on for There's it. There's a recall on it, Mark. Uh, a recall on a 12? Yeah. Uh, is it, no. Is it 14, I think. No. I got a recall. I got, I'm got. i ready to roll 100,000 in this next month, and I've never had a water pump problem. No. I, got, I got a recall for it. Okay. I, I do have a recall. You know, I, I did have a recall, you guys, and I called the dealer, and I said, can I get in? He goes, we don't have the parts. That's what they told me to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said, should I bring it in for my trip? He says, it yeah. won't do us no good. We ain't got the parts. What kind of, you know what, the, what is, so we're, you know, using that philosophy, you guys, we'll just send people their, their oil change cards every day. Yeah. And yeah. just say, oh, you're due. Uh, we don't, you know, whatever. We'll yeah. get oil someday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so bring it on in and, and, but you're due. I mean, come on. It's yeah. ridiculous. Don't give me a, don't, and, and it's, it's not a safety issue. Your water pump's not a safety no, issue. But and, they actually, that's why it's recalled though, because something causes potential underhood fire. That's why they recall. It's okay. under a recall. Okay. I don't so, know. I don't know how they justify it, but that's okay. It's there. Well, is coolant is coolant um, a, a ex, not explosive but flammable? Yes. Yes, it is. It's because ethylene glycol in it. It's got yes. alcohol in it. One so day, it is Eric flammable. was driving a Ford diesel, but and a radiator hose popped on him, and he had to run away on the freeway for a little bit so he burn all the fuel. Sure. Now, how many times have you guys seen a fire that's caused by an antifreeze leak? I have never, I've seen, never it. seen it. Neither have I. How many years you got in this business? Uh, this is my 20th year, almost exactly. You? 18. Okay, so that's 38. What are you? 50? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm 50. Yeah. So we got 138 years of experience sitting here, and none of us have seen this fire associated yeah. with this, this thing. Yeah. So. Only, only that one runaway is the only time yeah. we've ever seen anything like that. Anyway, all right, Larry, you got a couple of different choices. You can reset the light and move on, or you can have the additive installed. But I bet at 100,000 miles, it's probably time for a coolant well, change. Yeah. Well, he just said they did the 100K, but... I don't know if that was included in that service or not, and they just didn't reset it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Larry, you need to ask them whoever just did the 100K because they could have done the service, but they forgot to reset your light. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's something we should we should tell you to do. Thank you very much, Larry. Okay, um, what's your email address if people want to ask you questions? Uh, mycar at mycarhertz.com. Okay, so it's mycar, all one word, mm-hmm. at mycar. Hertz, H-U-R-T-S. Dot com. Dot com. Okay, and is it Eric at at, uh, mycarhertz.com? There is that one, too. There is that one, too. I don't advertise that one. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, then forget I said it. Mark just did. (laughs) (laughs) Please please send all your complaints there. (laughs) Eric at mycarhertz.com. All right, you guys. I thank you for coming. You made my day. Um, The girls are going to go have their toenails buffed and their... Their, their massages and their fingernails and their toenails and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to Jack in the Box, and I'm going to go to, and hang out with the horses for a while. <laughs>
But anyway, Thompson's Auto Repair is a good shop. He's in Mesa. He's the only shop in Mesa that I recommend. He's on Main Street and Stapley, just east. He's been around a long time. He comes from a family that's been in the Mesa area for probably 50 years. And Brian and Thelma are really, really good people. You only need to meet them to understand why they're on my list. They are the kind of people. They're both married, but Brian's the kind of guy you hope your daughter brings home, and Thelma's the kind of guy, a lady that you hope your son brings home. And that's exactly what Brian and Thelma are like. Thank you. God bless you. Wear your seatbelt, and I'll see you next Saturday here at 10. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.